Hey, you're listening to Dadtastic, a podcast about two dads. One of us is in sunny St. George, and, well, the other one's me. Tom, what are you doing, brother? Dude, I am uh, I'm hanging out in St. Yeezy for the week, and I'm enjoying the, 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 the lovely lifestyle that it provides and offers that uh, son, Paul, a uh, little bit of work, you know, we're scraping by this week. We're scraping by. My son turned one on Saturday. My wife turned 30, dirty 30 on Tuesday. And she requested that she, uh, she, she would like to get out of town for a, for a big bash. And so myself and the in-laws and uh, a few other, uh, like uh, both brother-in-laws and their families, we're all down here. Uh, enjoying St. George. And you're coming down this week. Yeah, I'm going to come down and do some golf with some fraternity brothers of mine and uh, hit some of the great courses that Southern Utah has to offer. But I want to get back to you and your vacation with the in-laws over the birthday weekend of your lovely son and the Lord and Savior, Kate. Uh, so are you guys doing something special? Because I know today when we're actually recording this, is her birthday. So yes. walk me through what you do for the Lord and Savior Kate on her day of birth. So I, I, I gave her her present earlier. It was the, the, the bike, the Peloton. I have to be... I have to who be do you think uses that? Who uses the bike more, you or her? And me, which kind of makes me feel bad. Because <laughs> I don't know if she thinks but maybe... Yeah, what I what I thought, but I think what you're get what you can spin it because I'm a master of spinning stuff is you're giving her a better body with her birthday present. You know what I mean? You're working no, out no, for her to I, better for her. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, oh, well, I don't. I think we take uh, body figures out of any conversation today, and um, and we focus on uh, what do we focus on? We focus on celebrating the life of Kate, which is which is fun because she was born 30 years ago to this day. What do I have in store? So we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to make dinner for her and everybody tonight. We're having chicken schnitzel uh, per her request. Of course. Um, I got to run to the store. I got to pick all that stuff up. I got to, I got to grab a, a card. She can probably hear this too. So I need to be careful because I don't want to uh, you know, give away too many surprises, but, but we are going to have, we're going to have a good old time. And then, and then I do plan on, on, on getting her kind of a, uh, something small, you know, because I got her the bike a couple months ago, but I do feel the need to, to, to get her a, a, another little present for for today or, or the coming days. Um, and then we're, we're going to have fun. We're going to enjoy. We're going to enjoy the evening and, and play some games and do what she wants to do. And um, she's working, which is kind of sad. So, so yeah, hopefully tonight's fun. You're kind of working right now too. I, I am working. You, you mentioned uh, it earlier. You, you said, you know, vacation this week. Uh, it's not really vacation case. I, I didn't take any time off besides two hours come Friday afternoon where I'm going to go bash the golf ball around. But, uh, you know, do you want to know some fun facts, if you will, of things that happened 30 years ago today that you might be able to wow the Lord and Savior Kate with at dinner tonight? I would love that. So 30 years ago today, Prince Harry was born. What? She shares a birthday with Prince Harry? Yeah. Shares a birthday with the prince. Prince Harry. The redheaded prince. Yep, yep, yep. And guess what else? 30 years ago today, Elton John got married. Oh, my gosh. She shares shares an anniversary with Elton John. Sir Elton John. 
Yeah, married a girl. Who? Uh, let's see. I, let me click on the link here. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's a girl. Um, nope, it doesn't, well, no, it doesn't tell me yet. But let me just go back to some other fun things that happened 30 years ago today. The hit, the blockbuster hit movie, Ghostbusters, was released. No way. Bill Murray. Yeah. I mean, it was, that was amazing. Uh, she might like this one. The first MAC cosmetic products were revealed. MAC. I bet you she's got some MAC stuff in her makeup drawer. This was all 30 years ago today? Yes. What a massive day today. Yeah. Footloose was also released, which plays really good into Utah because I just came from Lehigh and packed the Lehigh Roller Mills where Kevin Bacon worked, you know, in the movie. I mean, these are all fun things. Olivia Newton-John was married. A lot of people got married back then. Oh, Madonna released the Madonna released the album Like a Virgin. So, I mean, she's got some pretty good company. And the Lord and Savior Kate was born on this day, 30 years ago today. That is very special. Very special day. So, um, we're excited about it. Back to back with Freddie's birthday. And then, of course, KB's, my, uh, my our Lord and Savior Kate's birthday. So, we, yeah, we, we're just chilling, Kate. The weather, can I just tell you? Uh, the weather is... Uh, words, words really don't do it justice. Just... And I feel sorry for, for, for all our, our people up in Salt Lake City that are listening to this. Um, the sun, like the spring sun hitting your skin. For the I first don't feel time. that bad for us up here in Utah. Uh, I'm just going to take you out in my backyard real quick. We've got sun. 45 to almost 50 degrees. It's beautiful. Uh, birds are chirping. Grass is coming in. Pretty soon people will be golfing. I mean, it's we're, we're doing all right up here. I mean, we're glad you're enjoying a little warmer weather down there in southern Utah. Oh. But up here, it's, it's pretty amazing right now. And that's a great thing. When I first got into TV and radio, the oldest joke in Utah was, if you don't like the weather, wait five minutes because it'll change. Utah's weather will change just like that. I mean, in the past three weeks, Tom, Ski resorts have got up to 10 feet of snow, uh, you know, and now we've got bluebird skies out, the grass is growing, birds are chirping. Uh, I mean, Utah really is a pretty amazing place to live. I mean, if you love to outdoor recreate and you like, uh, you know, all the different seasons, Utah is really a playground for the world. It really is. I, I, I truly enjoy living in Utah. Oh, I'm with you. Well, four hours south where I'm at, it's 70 degrees, uh, Red sand, red rock, and 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 just completely different to to where you are four hours north. So it's it's it's, it's unbelievable. But yeah, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful, and uh, nothing beats like you know. And and to be quite fair, the winter season this year really wasn't much. Besides, no. late in the like you know, a couple of weeks ago, we got dumped on. But I you know December January. If my memory serves me correctly, I don't remember that many storms coming through. Um, but even still, it is quite cold throughout December and January. And it's around this time of the year where I start just craving the sun. I'm like, okay, I, li I mm -hmm. like the snow uh, and winter's been fun. But I, th I think I'm ready for that spring sun to emerge and and sizzle my skin. And, and that's what we're getting down here this week. And so... Uh, I'm thinking that that we need, we ought to make this some sort of annual 
exploration and and venture down these parts once a year around this time, but we'll have to wait and see. It's, it's a big week. It's a fun week, and, and we're having a ton of fun. What, what's what's your world? What's going on in your world, Chase? Well, there, there's quite a thing, uh, a lot going on in my world. We're doing a remodel at my house, and uh, when I say we, I mean the people who are doing the remodel. I try to help out as much as I can, uh, but the, 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 the vast knowledge that I have is knowing the difference between a regular screwdriver and a Phillips head. Uh, that's, that's probably the, the, the most I know. Uh, so we're doing some planks. We're doing some, uh, what's the board that goes along the bottom of your, your walls? Oh, the, uh, oh yeah. Baseboard. The baseboards. I was going to say floorboards, but that's not that. Yeah. We're doing baseboards. Uh, uh, we're changing out, uh, light fixtures and stuff like that. It's just, you know, I just, it, my, my house is time for an upgrade. And so we're starting to do that. I'm slowly climbing myself out of uh, the hole that I put myself in and, finally having some money to where I can do some renos uh, around. Uh, my girl, my daughter, Presley, we had kind of a big week. Um, we went viral, bro. I know you, yeah, you mentioned this off air. So okay, give me the, like the detailed story about what, what happened. Cause I, it's, 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 it's a longer video. It's about a 12 minute video. And so how it all came about was, um, so for those of you guys who don't follow my other podcast or some of my story, and maybe you got to me through Tom, uh, I was on TV and radio for 20 years here, uh, the whole time battling alcohol and finally got in a car wreck, uh, decided I needed help, uh, went and got help. And uh, as of right now, I'm over 290 days sober. Uh, and I do a podcast on recovery. Well, it was probably a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, my oldest daughter, who's 16, her English teacher reached out to me and said, hey, uh, your daughter wrote this pretty amazing thing. And if she'll let you read it, I think you should read it. And so I hounded her for a couple of days and uh, she finally gave it to me and I read it and it brought tears to my eyes. And then uh, I shared it on my other podcast, which is Project Recovery, and we videoed it. And uh, we put it up on the internet. And basically, it's her letter seeing my addiction through her eyes. And uh, it was very touching, very heartfelt, very true, uh, and very sad. And um, it got like, so Friday night, we went to bed, and uh, this video had 30,000 views, which are, are, is a ton of views, you know? Yeah. And I was like, wow. I was like, Presley, this is, you know. People are really liking this. They like what you said. And uh, this is pretty amazing. And she goes, that's pretty cool, Dad. So we go to bed Friday night. We wake up uh, Saturday. And she goes, hey, w what's it doing now? And I said, well, it's, it's at 60,000. She goes, it's doubled? And I went, yeah, it's kind of crazy. I mean, you know, it's 60,000. So then we didn't think about it much throughout the day. And when we went to bed Saturday night, it was about, I think, 70,000 or something like that. So I mean, to us, we're like, oh, I can't believe this many people have, have seen this and, and heard your words, Presley. And uh, this is this, this is great. And the cool thing was, is there wasn't anybody bashing it. I mean, it's hard to look online and find a video and not find people taking an, a, a different agenda and bashing it or or attacking people. It was all people going, hey, thank you. This really means a lot. And so uh, Saturday night, you know, I think it was 70,000 or close to that or something. And we woke up. Sunday morning to go skiing. Dad, what is it? I go, 150,000, Presley. She goes, what? 
to 150,000. I went, that's crazy. I've, you know, I've been doing this for 20 years. I've never had that kind of, you know, experience of a video online, you know? And so we go skiing and when we get done skiing, it was at, at somewhere around in the 200s. And I mean, we're, we're just blown away, you know, and, and I'm sitting here reading all these letters and everybody is so kind and uh, it's touched them in different ways and they could relate to me or they could relate to Presley or they could relate to the situation. And it was just, it was, it was amazing just to read everybody's comments. Um, and so then um, we go to bed and we wake up Monday and it's at 550,000 views or something like that. Uh, and, and, and I mean, we're just, crazy so as of today and so this will have been five days on the internet it's at 1.1 million views wow and these and, and so the, the the views and all that stuff's really cool but the real story of this is the connection that me and my daughter have because of this letter because i finally saw what my addiction looked like through her eyes and saw the pain that she was going through uh, and, and, and when she saw me read it, she could see how it affected me and that I really, really heard what she was going through. So uh, it, it was a win for a dad. It, it felt good because I, I think my daughter had her voice heard. And uh, when you go through addiction like this, Tom, a lot of times you just think that the world sucks for you, which it does. Don't get me wrong. But it is a family disease and everyone around you is affected and Unfortunately, the addict gets most of the love and the attention. And so it was nice for my daughter to be heard. So it's been kumbaya and feel good. I can tell you this, Tom, my oldest daughter's not a hugger. I think we've talked about this on the podcast. I still kiss my dad on the lips and I'm 47 and he's 73. She's not affectionate like that. My two younger, they hug and they kiss and everything's good. But my older daughter's just not a hugger. But this weekend, I have hugged my daughter more this weekend than I have her entire life. And that's cool. I wouldn't change it for the world. I mean, yeah. are, are, do you hug and kiss bubbles? Do you kiss them on the lips? Yes, I do. So, but uh, that's interesting. Well, before we move on any further, that's cool. That, uh, and like you said, the views that you've achieved online is uh, an achievement in its own right. But, but uh, the, the moral of that story is, you know, a 16 year old having her voice heard and, and sharing her experience. And I think that's kind of, it's very cool. So tell Presley, I send my love to her, congratulate her on what she was able to put on paper because it's not easy. I think that's part of the story too, is being able to communicate via a pen and a, and a piece of paper is, is, is hard. It's, it's, it's challenging. And so, well, I don't, uh, I don't think she ever thought I was going to read it. You know what I mean? I yeah. think this was just a narrative and assignment for class and it probably felt good just to write it. I don't know if she ever had the intentions of me reading it. So the fact that I got a chance to read it and then she allowed me to share it, it, it I think was very healing for her as well. Yeah. Well, it's, it's really cool. And if you haven't, by the way, if you haven't watched that video, um, you can ca you can catch it on on the Facebook page, Project Recovery's Facebook page. Um, it's on my the... Facebook. It's on KSL TV's Facebook page. Uh, but it it it's it's pretty cool, and I'm way proud of her. But to answer your question, as it related to uh, to hugging, like affection, it's it's funny uh -huh. you bring that up because I come from a household growing up where we I wouldn't say we were like anti-affectionate necessarily, but we we really didn't like hug each other a ton. Um, we didn't really 
say, um, you know, like love you when we'd end a phone conversation. Uh, my wife's family, so my in-laws, uh, the opposite. They're big on the hugging. They're big on the love yous. And so I think since, since I spend more time with them now than I do my own family because they're on the other side of the world, which is kind of sad to say, but, but we'll move on. I've kind of picked up um, on, on their way of, of showing affection. So now I, I do, I say love you to all my family members, to my in-laws, to my family back home in Australia. Um, I'm a hugger now as opposed to a handshaker like I used to be. And so, yeah, I guess I, I, guess I have adapted in that realm. And walk, me through, walk, me, walk me through this. All of a sudden, you get the opportunity to go back to the motherland, go back to Australia to see your dad, show off your baby boy bubbles and all his pride, hold him up like the Lion King, and, and you know what I mean? And just go, Bubbles, you have returned home. You see your dad for the first time in the airport, you give him a hug. What would he do if you went in for a kiss on the lips? Oh, I don't know. See, I'm never, I'm never going lip kisser. <laughs> you know, like if he, well, let me think about this for a second. Uh, I'm dancing my way away around the question. Uh, what would he do? I don't know what he would do. I, I have no idea what he would do. I really have no idea. He would either politely move my face away uh -huh. with his arm. Or he'll look at me funny and be like, just because I've never done that. Nobody's ever done that in our family. So here's a story. So I'm up at Utah State. I'm a member of the Sigma Chi fraternity. We're having a parents' day weekend. I'm a freshman up there. Parents come up and all that stuff. And so my dad comes up. He's, he's a lot like me, or I should say I'm a lot like him. Gregarious, kind of outgoing, and just kind of holding court. And everybody's talking, laughing, and having a good time. And my dad looks at his watch and goes, Hey, well, son, looks like it's time to go. He stands up. I go, okay, Pops. And I go and I give him a kiss on the lips. He, well, I walk him out to the front door. I come back in. My whole fraternity is sitting on the couch going, what did you just do? And I go, what do you mean? And they go, dude, you just kissed your dad on the lips. And I was like, yeah, you, you guys don't do that? And they're like, no. And I was like, what do you mean? You guys you, you don't kiss your dad on the lips? And they go, no. And I was like, but that's just how we were raised. We were always raised like that. My, both my brothers still kiss my dad on the lips. I kiss my mom on the lips. Uh, you know, that's just, I just thought everybody did that. Where so, cheek kisses. Oh, okay. You know, like the, the one, the, so the in Australia, yeah, like kind of like, I guess, the European stuff. But back home in Australia when, <laughs> this is quite funny, actually, when, when, like, if I see an old uh, friend of mine that's a woman, I'll give her a uh -huh. kiss on both lips. Oh, but not both lips, sorry, both cheeks. Um, yeah. and, and that's just, like, kind of what you do. And that's normal. That's like, I, Kate's, Kate's a hugger. She's not, a, like, a pecker, kiss peckerer. So the first time she went to Australia, I remember sitting in the plane. We're, like, halfway over the Pacific Ocean, and I'm, like, running through my head, like, okay, how do I... Like, what do I need to, what do I need to tell her to try and prepare her? It's not like Australia and America is all that different. You know, we're not going to, to Kazakhstan or anything. I mean, it's like we eat similar foods. We speak the same language. We kind of look the same. Like, yeah, a lot of similarities between Australia and, 
and and the United States. But one of them was like, I was like, oh yeah, that I got to I got to forewarn her that you know that uh, people are going to be kissing her on the cheek. And it didn't really matter what I said the entirety of that trip. People would go in and kiss Kate on the cheek as a way of greeting her. She would go in for the hug. And I think she probably, she must have headbutted like 15, <laughs> 20 of my friends, like, like head straight into their nose, like really uncomfortable first, first like impression, you know, because she hadn't met most of my yeah. friends. And, and they're all, so they, yeah, Kate left a few bloody noses in Australia. So Kate, as an ambassador of the U.S. to Australia, the Australians are like, I guess everybody in the U.S. headbutts. <laughs> it's a weird way to say hi, but they're a headbutting uh, nation. And like I kept like, like every time it happened, we'd get we'd leave eventually at some point. I'd be like, KB, I'd be like, dear, they're going for the kiss. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I don't know. I just. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I just, I, that's what I do. And I'm like, okay, okay, well, we're all good. It's just like next time, let's really focus in on, on just allowing them to give you a kiss on the cheek. And then lo and behold, it's like, you know, what well, bloody nose number five is here. Who's <laughs> got the tissues? I, by the end of the trip, I had tissues tucked in my back pocket. I'm like, here you go, man. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, my wife headbutted you, but I love oh, her. <laughs> no, I was planning this for this all along. It's like, Anyway, so uh, it's it's crazy, man. Like different uh, cultures, kind of just they, they 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 do things differently. I don't know what my dad would do if I kissed him on the lips. I really have no idea. I can't answer that question. He'll, he he listens to this podcast, so so he'll be able to tell us in about well next episode. I'll let you know what he says. Uh, let me ask you this. What's it like vacationing with your boy? You know, I know you guys took a little vacation uh, during the winter time when you went up to a cabin somewhere and you ended up coming home a day early and then it, it didn't go as planned. Is Bubbles vacationing well? Did Have you learned something from your past experiences? He's a, he's a good vacationer. Um, he's really good in the car. In fact, we so we put his new, he he, he upgraded to a bigger, car seat oh yeah so he's, he's one now right he's always he's, and so when we put him in his new car seat to come down here right he was so excited with the concept of a drink holder that he now had available to him so we put him we put him in and then we gave him he's got these like bear cups they're in the shape of like a bear with straw you know and we've got a few of them but but we put his orange juice or his chocolate milk or whatever he was drinking at the time in his and he, the smile on his face was priceless. He was so excited. So the whole way down, he was kind of touching his drink. He was moving it a little bit. He was drinking it. Then he would put it back. And I'm like, this guy's a wizard. He gets it. But he's really good. He's really easy case. And the only, like, like the only, I guess the only thing that worries me is I wish, uh, I wish there was a law that required uh, fences to be around pools. I think there is. I don't think there is. Mm, We'd have to yeah. look that up. But I mean, I feel like I've watched a, a Blue Bloods or uh, you know a SUV or Criminal Minds or something like that, where they talk about that. And I think there needs to be a fence around pools. You're 100 percent right. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's I probably don't, just you know. nerve wracking. 
Yeah, that's the only, and we have our own little private pool. So we just we have we're staying in an Airbnb. It's in this this community here, and it's beautiful. the The house we're staying in is not it's not that old. Um, so much so that just down the down the street a tiny bit, they're they're still building these these infrastructure these homes. So this is probably less than a year old, I'd have to guess. But but there's a private pool in the back. There's a hot tub and a and a pool. Uh, which is like majestic, you know, like I can, I can just walk outside and I've got a pool, you know, I know, but the scary, you know, we, we, we just fixated on making sure the sliding doors are closed at all times. Anytime somebody goes out, but that's so all where, outside of that. It's great. Where does young bubble sleep? Does he sleep in the bed with you guys on vacation or do you bring a uh, bassinet or do you kind of just do a makeshift bed with pillows around him so he can't roll off? They have these things nowadays called pack and plays. Oh yeah, I've heard of the pack and play. Yeah, the old pack and play. Um, and so he just sleeps in one of them. For those that don't have children or don't know what a pack and play is, it's basically just like a a movable um, uh, cot or crib. Yeah. So is, your wife give, is she giving you the look like it's time to wrap up? No, my brother-in-law just walked in with his shirt off and his uh, his big belly. Hey, stop slapping it. They can hear you. And hey, he, let, let, me, let me talk to him real quick. Okay, well, hold on. He's just running to the restroom. I'm in his room. Uh, oh. And we, ha- we have a restroom, like, out there that he could have used. But I guess he's he likes his own restroom, and I'm intruding on his space. But he's going to have to... Yeah. So what? Well, enough about me, Case. Come on. We go. Like, what's going on with your world? Well, I think we took a, a good amount of time to talk about what's going on with me. I mean, I got a haircut. I'm wearing a hat with a logo. I mean, when you talk, I really do listen. Take you know, off. So. Take off your hat. Yeah. I mean, I got a lot of inches cut off, bro. How many? Probably at least three. I mean, I still got the mullet. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm growing up, buddy. I'm growing up. Did 40, you just? gonna be the. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call you, buddy, bud. Don't. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, oh, so my my wife. This is funny. Um, and then after this story, I I, I'm trying to think of what else um, what else had been going on. Anyway, yeah, it doesn't matter. But my wife, I'm like, hey, Kate, uh, what cake do you want? Because that's a big thing, right? It's like, yeah, yeah. And it makes me really nervous because I love to cook, but I don't, I don't bake a ton. So, so I'm like, what cake do you want? She pulls up this, she's what, she goes, I want a Dolly Parton donut cake. Oh, God, sweet beard of Zeus, sweet beard of Zeus. How do I pull, how do I execute this? And this is like the day before her birthday, right? This was like yesterday. Um, and and I find this cake shop down in St. George called Nothing Bunt Cake. I love a Nothing Bunt Cake, man. I know exactly what Nothing Bunt Cake's all about. They've got a couple. They've got one in Sandy, one in Lehigh. Uh, they're, they're amazing. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So I give them a call, right? I give them a call. And I'm nervous because I don't call cake shops often. And this sweet little lady on the other end picks up. I have no idea how old she was. She was probably a teenager. And I go, I go, hey, um, would it be unrealistic for me to think I can have a Dolly Parton donut cake by tomorrow? 
And they're like, no, not at all. Not at all. And I'm like, oh, thank the Lord. And, and so we go through all of it. And, and I guess they can't do pink icing. So we, so we, so we were stuck on, uh, so we settled, I should say, for white. And then they can't do sprinkles. So I'll probably end up going to the store, picking up some sprinkles. We can put some sprinkles on there to make it more look like a donut. And it's obviously a bunt cake. I think that's yeah. how they pronounce it, right? It's uh, German, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, and and Kate's big on citrus, so we went to the lemon inside, lemon sponge. Uh, and Love I'm it. bloody excited, Kate, to pick this cake up and see what it's all about. But nothing bunt cake is a yeah. uh, game changer and a lifesaver. Not a sponsor yet, but hopefully we can get them on board because uh, we'd love to talk about nothing but cake all the time. All the time. Hey, speaking of which, uh, yeah, if you could choose to have one sponsor on the show, uh-huh. who would it be? Mm, one sponsor. If you could have now, one sponsor to, to, to sponsor this podcast, who would it be? We haven't talked about this, I don't think, have we? No, no. I, I, and, and so, one, if I could do it just for me to be selfish. Sure. It, it, it would be like you into golf or uh, something golf-related. Okay. Uh, you know, if it was going to be something for the family, I'm thinking maybe an RV or a boat or snow basin. You know what I mean? Something like that where memories are really made with the family. Uh, something like that. But, I mean, if it was something that I was going to use every day, Diet Mountain Dew. We got to get you off that, dude. I love me some Diet Mountain Dew, man. I'm telling you what. I, Diet Mountain Dew is with me every day. And that's sad to say, but it's the truth. And I, I'm a big fan. Well, I like the Diet Mountain Dew, man. Do you think uh, you're talking about addiction? You know, you, well, you, you were talking about addiction though, earlier. And I was thinking like, and I have thought about this for a while. I, I, I think it, I think we're all addicted to something, right? Amen. Like whether, that, whether it be sugar or adrenaline, like, 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 like coffee. Coffee, caffeine, working out, TV, social media. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, everybody. So the way I define addiction is something you give power over yourself that you can't say no to. And everybody's got something in there, whether it's sex. I mean, I mean, there's there's all kinds of addiction. Some are better for you than others. But in, yeah. in, in all reality, yeah, I think everybody's addicted to something. Maybe not the Dalai Lama. But most everybody else did. Yeah, I I agree with you, and I and the more I've thought about that over like you know the last couple of years, I guess the more it's hit me like it's okay to be addicted to something. I think it's okay. I think it's okay to be addicted to something. It's certainly not ideal, and you don't strive to be addicted to anything. But I think it's inevitable that you will pick up addictions over time, in some capacity. And I think you just. I think like. And maybe this is the role of, maybe this is the hardest role of like parents out there to try and bring it back to, to a more parent driven conversation is, is trying to, is trying to set your children up for like the, the safer side of addiction. Sure. I don't know. That's sure. just maybe a thought is, well, if you're going to be addicted to anything, let's get them addicted to sugar over tobacco. Or let's get them addicted to running or working out over oh, even better. video there you games go. in TV or sports. Uh, real quick, I got one more question for you, and then we'll end this bad boy, and let's get back to your vacation. 
It's not a vacation. I'm who would working. you want to sponsor? You sure you are? Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't hear you because I got the headphones in. He didn't even know uh, I was looking at him. <laughs> but who would you want to sponsor the podcast? Who would I want? You know who I'd want to sponsor the podcast? I'd want Airstream. Mm. I think I'd want Airstream. You know, there's a place in, like, out, I think it's right outside of Canab or maybe by Escalante uh, that they have. You go and they've got an old movie, the outdoor uh, drive-up movie theater, and they've got six or seven different Airstreams, but they're Airbnbs. They don't move. So you go in there and they stock it for you. You hang out there. Then they have these cars parked in front of a drive-in theater and you go watch the movie. And the, but the airstreams are all they're all just decorated different and stuff like that. And the new airstreams that are out right now, beautiful, are banging. They are amazing. Yeah. So I've been doing these deep dives, um, YouTube deep dives. I've been going down rabbit holes on uh, van remodeling. Mm-hmm. Have you seen, you would have seen like the new Mercedes Sprinter vans. There are some Ram yeah. high tops and Ford yeah, yeah, high tops yeah. and they deck them out. They put kitchens and I have solar up top and there's a bed. And I, I don't know how I'm going to get my hands on one of them, uh, but I'm going to make it happen. They're expensive. Between now and like a year or two, I just think, and I'm going to take you outside quickly so that I can show you where we're staying. Cause I just heard um, my brother-in-law and his wife have twins oh, and they're a year and a half. And so wherever they are, you can hear them. The reason I was in here and not outside was because they, they were in the pool, but I can hear them inside now, which means I should be safe to go outside and show you guys what we're working with. But in the meantime, I, 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 I really, and I don't, I, I, I'm happy like remodeling, the van myself although it'll take sure. some time yeah i get it oh no birthday girl doesn't want to be seen happy birthday to you happy birthday to you happy birthday dear lord save the kate happy birthday to go away you. she says go away i come out and she's looking at me like you're not gonna do it are you yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah you're not gonna do that are you huh it's my birthday. All right, here we go. Have a look at this, okay? Oh, you can hear my brother-in-law out there. Oh, my gosh. That is beautiful. Isn't it? It's a bit bright. That's all right. And then look down here. Oh, my gosh. A little swimming pool action with the in-laws. That's going to be a good vacation. I'm working. No, you're not. I'm worried. If my boss listens to this, I'm working. Okay. I'm not going to have stories, man. The numbers say nobody's listening to it, so we're okay. But uh, you enjoy your work. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. I did. I I appreciate you more than you know. And and go check that video out that Presley wrote the letter on and and go have some fun. That's that's some cool stuff. I'm ha- I'm glad we were able to talk about that. I think that's I think that's neat. And when you end up coming down here later this week, text me. 
I'm going to call you, brother. Call you me. have a good one. Yeah. I did. Have a great day. You're listening to Dadtastic, a podcast about two dads. Don't forget, Dadtastic is a KSL podcast.